This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 140, the Canadian Hypnosis Conference 2017 Keynote. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Welcome back as always. It's Jason Lynette here and hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving last week. For those of you, of course, in the United States, for everybody else, hope you had a fantastic uh, second to last week of November and uh, the wonders of podcasting. If you're listening to this in February, hope your day is going well. Uh, We're going to go slightly into the archives here with a presentation that I'm just now releasing. Uh, It's the featured talk that I gave at the 2017 Canadian Hypnosis Conference. This event was the last weekend in October. It was uh, over in Burlington in Ontario, just outside of Toronto. And uh, of course, thank you to Joanne Eady and everybody who had a part in uh, making this a phenomenal event. Uh, There's more coming from this convention a little bit later um, in terms of uh, sort of a talk that I gave on stage hypnosis and some of its applications and some of my colorful backstory doing it and some uh, other interviews of people who I interacted with at the Canadian Hypnosis Conference for the first time that uh, there's some folks that chances are you haven't yet heard of, but oh man, do you need to. So in this presentation, it's simply titled The Hypnotic Mindset, and it's going to get onto the themes in terms of what our mindset is in terms of not just how we help our clients, but also how we move our own lives forward. So the inspiration to change, the motivation to create success, as well as the drive to let it become that new normal, that new automatic response. So listen carefully here as we jump into this presentation, because there's components that can influence the way you work with your clients. Yet more importantly, how you can create outstanding results in your own life too. I'd encourage you to head over to a couple of my websites for more information like this. First option is to come and hang out with me live. Uh, My hypnosis trainings are all detailed over at WorkSmartHypnosisLive.com. On that page, you can see the options for upcoming trainings and events. Again, all the details over at WorkSmartHypnosisLive.com. Or if travel is not quite a fit for you, well, get the digital access with Hypnotic Workers. Hypnotic Workers is the entire all-access digital pass to my hypnosis training library. Get all the details at side of uh, hypnoticworkers.com. And with that, let's jump directly in. This is the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast session number 140, the Canadian Hypnosis Conference 2017 keynote. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, It's great to be here, actually, for the first time uh, at the Canadian Hypnosis Conference and actually uh, first time actually sharing my information live and in person here in Canada. So thank you, everybody, so far for that uh, warm welcome. Uh, The themes that I want to share with you this evening are themes in terms of this hypnotic mindset. How do we begin to set this change process really in motion? And not just in terms of that client in the chair, but how do we make use of these hypnotic principles, not just for that change process, because yes, that's where our focus ought to be. That's where the real change process ought to become. And as much as I can stand here and others can reference me as being that business guy, the one thing that really builds it better than anything else, as I would say, are those raving fans. 
the people that are out there telling the story of the changes that they've made with you. So it's where there is no amount of, and I can comfortably say this, there's no amount of Facebook marketing, there's no amount of social media strategy, no amount of this or that that's going to be just as powerful as that person out there in your community talking about the outstanding results that they've had with you. That's where the focus ought to be. The phrase in business, anybody could sell something once. Once. Though to actually have that momentum where here's the person coming in by way of something you've done with your business. Here's the person coming in and it's where in business networking we would talk about the different tiers where here's this one that then referred that one, that then referred that one, that then referred that one. And the spirals just begin to continue and I can even track clients back nowadays to people who came into my Virginia hypnosis office when I opened that up nearly about 10 years ago. So again, as much as we can talk business, everything you've heard this evening in terms of getting out there and doing that quality work. Though briefly to think about in terms of how we talk about the change process, I have to stand on the shoulders of giants and reference one of the greats that we would talk about from Dave Ellman. The definition of hypnosis being that bypassing of the critical faculties of the conscious mind and the acceptance of selectable thinking in the subconscious mind, which we all are smiling and nodding, going, yes, I've read that green book too. What the hell does it mean, though? It's that automatic response. That's what we ought to be going for. It's that moment where they're stepping into that change as if it's a thing they've already done, which I'll share with you a little nuance on this as we really explore this. And it's a little nuance in terms of the feedback we would get from a client. It's a place where you as the practitioner, yes, you are that agent of change. Yes, you are that person who is there helping them to facilitate this thing. But the more that you are pulling yourself out of that experience and they are empowering themselves, that's where the process ought to be. So it's where, let's take a simple example. Here's a client who is coming into your office and the goal is they want to motivate exercise. And it's where we might think in terms of, I'm going to teach them a hypnotic strategy that's going to motivate them. And we can do that. That's valid. You absolutely should do that. Though the framework that I'd present to you is the mindset of mission impossible. This message will self-destruct. Not from the mindset that eventually this technique is going to stop working. No, it's that as you've used this strategy, this automatic response now becomes that automatic response. And the more you find yourself doing that thing, the less you're going to need that technique. So it's where along the way, I'm telling my clients even as early as the very first phone call, my goal is to look at you throughout our process and smile at you and say, professionally speaking, I hope to never see you again. And that's a positive phrase. Though, of course, if there's value in additional work, that's an option. Give me a call, shoot me an email, you know how to find me. And it's from that mindset, it's that element of the client has their experience, we're a part of that experience too, Yet there's this beautiful level of transparency that if you bring to it, that phrasing of, I'm here to help you, but the goal is to take off those training wheels because they can ride that bicycle for themselves. They know how to do that for themselves. So it's where it's a red flag to me in terms of that change process. You're in front of me next week and you're going, this is fantastic. I've been to the gym four times this week. It was so easy. This is great. And you should absolutely be there celebrating their success with them. Though at the same time, Think about this. As I look around the room, this is a fair statement. You all remembered to put on clothing before going outdoors today. Thankfully. <laughs> so why am I getting at that? Because there's certain things that you do that are just without conscious thought. 
There's certain things you do because that's just the way that you do it. You put a ring on the same finger. You put the watch on the same wrist. You glance at your shoes, you know this one goes here, that one goes there. There's this element of automatic nature that we should be striving for in our change. This is where, in my opinion, that really solidified change takes place. So as you're looking at the structure of that client's change, it's where to get that fully in motion, yes, but to further motivate that this continues on and on as if that's how it's always been. As if these moments where I, I flash to moments over the years that as much as the process is about the client, you've had those moments, those of you that have worked with clients, where you're hearing people say things and you're having to hold back from going, oh, that's a good idea, I should do that too. A client brings up some sort of issue and you're holding back the commentary of going, oh, damn, should we switch chairs? I've got that issue too. <laughs> these moments of actually being there in the experience. And I, I tell the story that it's years ago and as luck would have it, I'm about to fly out to the Pacific Northwest, out to Oregon to do a series of stage hypnosis shows at the time. This is like 2009, 2010. And sure enough, that was a week where the day before I left, nearly every single client was coming into the office, fear of flying. Everyone, one after the other. And I never really had any issues with flying, but that next day I had an experience where I understood it, <laughs> to say it politely. Um, if you ever fly into, you comment, it was Sheila. Sheila told the story when she flew into the area years ago. When you fly into Reagan National Airport, there are no fly zones over Washington, D.C. At one point, the plane banks really hard. And at that moment, I went, I get this fear of flying thing. And it was one of these flights where there weren't that many people. And clearly, I'm hoping some child had crawled underneath the seat before me and had unraveled and shredded the life preserver. And I'm thinking, okay, we're not really over water, but again, fear of flying, I get it now. <laughs> so to have this experience where, why do I share that? We have these momentary blips, these momentary situations where this thing was an issue for that little blip of a time, yet then we're back to normal. We stub our toe and we're back into the momentum once everything is healed and back to normal. So to compartmentalize, take that massive issue that as you've heard it so far, they've been hypnotizing themselves to believe this issue is so big it can't be resolved. And whether it's distanced and dissociated, whether it's minimized, it's so small, it's just that one little thing that used to be this issue and now this is the way that I'm doing things now. So as we look at the structure of the mindset for change, there's something that has to be addressed in terms of even as the client is approaching us, even in terms of how this change process begins. They call us, and I'd hear this commentary sometimes in our hypnosis communities. People come in with their problems. And it's just, I can't take with so many clients in a week. It drains you to hear their story, and it's really emotional work. Yes, it is. Especially where I am in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, the only polite way that I found to phrase this is there's moments where sometimes I ask the question, when did this fear start for you? When did the sleeping problems occur? And as they tell me their story, I'm having to censor myself from going, oh, that was you. I read about that. <laughs> Moments where a client is in the office, this has only happened three times now, where they're insisting, well, this is all confidential, right? And I'm having to hold back from going, no, I'm pretty certain this is classified. Uh, <laughs> so it's where we can buy into that story that they've already been telling themselves. Yet as soon as they walk in the door, even back to as soon as they call you, Connect with them as the result, bring them along for the ride. If every change process you enter into begins with that dialogue in your mind of this is a good to great client, 
the way that we'd work with an athlete sometimes. And maybe it's not, this is this extreme challenge and this is this extreme difficulty. No, here's something I'd like to shave off of my game. Here's this improvement I'd like to have. I see people for speaking. And it's not always I am terrified and I am backing out of it. No, it's sometimes I'm up there and I want to feel more empowered. I want to feel more focused in my presentation. That's a good to great client. And if you approach every client that comes in the door with that mindset, it also, let's fold in a little business thing, along the way there's a beautiful moment that as you solve one problem, sometimes in a very positive way, it introduces a new one. One of my favorite calls ever was this guy I worked with and the issue was fear of public speaking. He was calling in sick to work whenever he was having the opportunity to have to get up and speak. This is the before story. He got on the other side of it. It's like two, three years later and the phone rings and he goes, hey Jason, it's Tom. Different name every time I tell the story. Hey Jason, it's Frank. We'll keep going. Hey Jason, it's me. And I got a brand new problem. And I have to thank you. I wouldn't have this problem if I didn't get rid of that other problem. Remember that public speaking thing? Yeah, I've been giving presentations at work. I gave the closing statements at our local meeting in terms of our region. Now the thing is this, with all the speaking, I achieved my goal. I've been promoted. I've taken on new responsibilities. My pay has massively increased. Yet now I'm having to deal with the stress of dealing with a crew of people who don't like working together. As he put it, I have three teenage children. I don't even have to say this to them. Look, you don't have to like each other. You just have to work together. He goes, I can manage that at work. I'm just taking that home. Could you work with me on that? Now, some people from the cynical perspective would hear that story and go, oh, it didn't work. He had to come. No, this is an entirely different situation. Yet you could hear the smile on his face as he's going, I've got a brand new problem. And I've, this is great that I've got this one now. Uh, some of the greatest problems in life are the ones that we invent ourselves. This category of the first world problem, just to highlight something, the issues that we create for ourselves. I've been telling a brief anecdote of uh, having to fight with my cell phone provider because they told me I'd have service here. And as soon as I checked my email once, here's my text message going, you've racked up $250 in international charges. Oh dear. <laughs> Quick phone call resolved. Yet it's one of these moments where if that's the biggest issue you're facing sometimes, you're doing all right. So it's where we as the practitioner, we don't have to be perfect, we don't have to be flawless, but there's something to be said about that state management. That my client coming in doesn't know about this event that happened at home, this family thing that's going on. It's where there's a threshold of a door coming into my office and several times in my change process I'll hit on the phrase, as you walk through that door this is what you're going to achieve. Well, perhaps publicly the first time I can admit that phrase is just for me too. Because as I'm walking through that threshold of a door, it's that clean slate. You are getting my full energy as that client. Though we can do hypnosis, we can be hypnotic in nature. It's where one of my favorite things that popped up during the one day event I did today, where someone goes, did you find as you were first learning hypnosis you were already doing this? So my phrase nowadays is we can do hypnosis or we can be hypnotic in nature. Two different categories, it's the same strategies. Though I was already involved with hypnosis, Sean already mentioned that my daughter is the world's fastest hypnotist, but at six years old she doesn't have a credit card, so she can't get the website. She does have the .net. No. Uh, which the backstory to that though is that at six months old, three months old, we're flying actually from Virginia to Vancouver for a wedding. And in this quick little iPhone video I passed my hand in front of her eyes and she goes from this to that. 
and I immediately sent this out to my email list. Yes, I am using my daughter's video for the growth of my business, but she's got to go to college somehow. So I'm using this video. I send it out. That was the best performing even to date email I have ever sent. Why? Sorry, but we do some weird stuff. We ask people to come into our offices. We ask them to close their eyes, and we tell them to do things. We tell them stories. We put on these blindfolds, and we put on bird sound effects. Some of this is kind of weird when suddenly here's the guy sending a video doing something funny with his daughter. The phone rang off the hook. You know, it's the old line in politics. There'd be the phrase of, oh, I can have a beer with that guy. Oh, this is someone human. So, and later on, there's us in the back of the minivan, and she's going, Daddy, one, two, three, sleep. <laughs> wake up. She said, wake up. We're not supposed to say wake up, but she was four. We'll let her go. So... She's two years old at the time of this story, and she had just got a little bit better skilled at going up and the, down the stairs really, really quickly. And I hear her scampering up the stairs, getting a toy, coming right back down, up the stairs, coming back down. And I'm just calling out this moment, and suddenly thud. Wah! She's crying. And I walk over. It's OK. Daddy can take away the pain. Where does it hurt? I'm building a yes set. I am manipulating her in a very positive paternal way. And uh, where does it hurt? Daddy can take away the pain. Do you want me to take away the pain? Nod your head. Yes, we're getting compliance. This is easy. Watch. Look, I have it now. It's in my hand. At three years old, she knows submodalities. What color is that? Oh, it's black. Well, it's no longer in you. It's in my hand. Don't you feel better already? Yeah. Deal with what emerges. Utilize whatever happens. Our dog walks by. Oh, Blossom eats pain. I'm not going to walk around with this thing all day. Here, Blossom. She's licking my hand, and everything is fine. Except for two days later, I hear Scamper up the stairs, Scamper down the stairs, thud. There's no crying this time. Instead, Blossom! <laughs> She's calling the dog. So... <laughs> Why do I tell that story? Yes, it's funny. Yes, it's cute. Yes, you look up the videos online, you'll see her. It's where, again, there's that automatic response. Buying into that premise that things don't have to be the way that they were before. Just because something was one way before is no reason it has to be that old way now. Where another child, this time a 12-year-old, is in my office. She's a picky eater. She only eats yellow food. Squash, bananas, mac and cheese, that's it. And 12 years old, she's going, I don't want to be a picky eater anymore. She's doing sleepovers. That's the issue. She herself, at 12 years old, is going, I need a hypnotist to solve this. Mom's calling me going, hey, um, I don't even know if this is something you do, but she's convinced. Could you do that with her? We'll pay you either way. And I'm having to go, this is something we do all the time. Come on in. She got the change, but this is where the gears began to turn, where mom's now going, hey, you got her to like food more, right? Could you do the opposite for me? Would that work? So again, this mindset of we can go in, we can go out, to change the process, see them where they are, help them to get to where they'd want to be, which we can build some magical moments inside of our process. Yes, aim for that massive change at the end. Aim for that massive shift at the end. But sometimes just that little bit of a foot in the door. There is a magic trick I do every day in my office. And it's simply bringing their awareness to the clock ticking on the wall. That, that thing's been there all day, you've been sitting here for 45 minutes, and only now you're hearing it for the first time. To get that little bit of a foot in the door that, oh, I'm noticing things differently. We know some of the science that if someone's quit smoking, it's like two weeks later, their lung capacity is like 30% more, yet it's where even upon the emergence, the simple suggestion, as if you can already feel yourself breathing more easily now. 
and you can watch them and actually calibrate, they're noticing something is different. They're getting that buy-in in that exact moment even before the process has emerged. Add these magic moments in. Uh, as if you can feel your taste buds reprogramming. And again, observe them. Get them into that deep state. Get the work in place. And to scan your body and notice what's different now. And as much as we as the hypnotists could have all the clever words, taken all the trainings, just to be silent and let them have that change process for themselves in that moment. Now, this has all been about the process in terms of change for the client. Let's spend a couple of moments and talk about the mindset in terms of your own business, in terms of how do we take these same principles, because as much as I go to hypnosis conventions, I go to marketing conventions. And honestly, we're all having the same dialogue. Guide people towards the more empowered result, provide that value. It's the same dialogue no matter what we're doing. So this is a bit of dialogue I've had to do less and less these years of it's honorable to be successful. It's okay to be really successful at what you do for one good reason. The more we're all successful, the more we're all successful. If we're practicing within this bubble of thinking only I can do this, only if they come to me, only if they're using this modality of change, let's get rid of that virus. Instead, the more we're all successful, the more we're all successful. Where sometimes there's that moment we don't get back to a client soon enough, they book someone else. Well, you're going to have a fantastic experience. They do great work. Tell them I said hi. Rather than trying to swipe out from the other. Where again, we all win with that dialogue. We all succeed within that dialogue. There's an element of transparency. There's an element of bringing yourself into it as much as we can become invisible within it. Years ago, I'm hosting regular meetups, and I look at it's the same audience every week. And that's great, yet I decided to branch out to a bigger audience, which has now become what I've playfully make fun of and proudly share is a media empire now of the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast. It's a program that goes out every single Thursday. There's new interviews, there's teaching moments, business advice. It's now been downloaded more than 175,000 times all around the world, featuring outstanding guests, many of which are here in this room and many others I'll be scheduling with in times of scheduling. There's a benefit of that program. This has already happened here this night. And this is not a story of look how awesome I am, look at what I've done, because anybody could do the things that I've done. It's where I've already had people coming up to me. This is my first time teaching in this country. And people are going, oh, I listen to you all the time. I've been interacting with you. I listen to you at the gym. I listen to you while I'm driving. They already know me. They're already interacting with me. So it's where in terms of the business, yes, serve your client. Yes, hold that mirror up to them. And at the same time, they've got to build that rapport with you. Otherwise, they're not coming in. So it's where here I am, the video with my daughter. Here I am sharing a very personal story at times on the podcast. There I am in front of the video camera talking about something. It's that element of we can build rapport in a way that oftentimes by sharing that vulnerability, it suddenly becomes this real human moment, and there's a bond, there's a connection, and yes, as you've heard so far this evening, we're all in this together. Let's all guide there together. Which changes the dynamic that as much as I can be branded as the business guy, I don't advertise. I don't market. No, the mindset is campaigning because it's that mindset of continuing that relationship. We know that Starbucks sells coffee. They still remind us they sell coffee. We know that these airlines fly planes. They still remind us they fly planes. And it's where to continue that dialogue, to share that relationship, to provide value, 
to provide real interesting content. And by doing that, now we've got a relationship, and this is how you become that go-to expert. There's also something to be said about dedication briefly. One of the best phrases I ever heard was that nothing is worth doing unless you're going to give it at least two full years. Where too often I find the dabbler, the person who's just kind of dipping their toes in. And it's something to be said about if this is what you want to do, especially those that are new to it. As I signed my lease on my first office, big scary lease, I'm going to make this happen. And I did. Rather than, well, we'll see if anyone wants to come see me the first year. Now, that, of course, is not the right strategy for everybody to sign the big scary lease, yet that motivated me. It's where, to define your own strategies, I'm amused by using negative language very empowering. Where here was something I wanted to learn. Here was something that I wanted to uh, become good at. And the mindset became, if I'm going to become world-class at that thing, I'm going to modify with another word, I need to become appropriately obsessed with it. I threw in that little nudge of appropriate so that way it wasn't too creepy. Uh, <laughs> I need to become respectfully uh, obsessed with this idea. And for that to become the mindset, it's where as much as I'm here, I'll be in workshops as well. We all say we come to conventions to learn. Seriously, get out there and learn. So it's where we can bring this all back to ourselves. We've talked about our clients. We've talked about our business. Bring it back to you. Because for you to have your own story, whether you share it or not, it's where there's this little element of you in the process no matter how you do it. So it's the power of the prestige suggestion. This is something we'd often look at as being a bad thing, that the coach looks at the athlete and says, well, you're smaller in frame, you're always going to be weaker than everybody else, and that sticks. As the hypnotist, as way of our hypnotic process, we are facilitating that moment to create that prestige suggestion, and what we say sticks. So aim for the result. Thank you so much for the dialogue in terms of uh, connect with them with what they hired you for. That's where the process ought to begin. So it's the experience of, again, being there in the moment with your client, listening to what's going on. That's where the process takes shape. So do we wait for the turning point to happen for the client, or do we facilitate it? Well, there are people who create all the changes that we are experts at creating on their own every single time. So it's where, yes, you are there as part of that turning point. And to be there in that experience, as well as that vulnerability within yourself around, we're going there together. I'm sharing this success with you, and this is that turning point where you're going to make that happen. So it's where to observe yourself. We don't have to be perfect, but then again, we can become our own amazing success stories. It's about uh, four years ago, and my son, Max, at the time was six months old. Actually, more than that. This is like four months, four years, couple of months. And at the time, I'm carrying him up the stairs a couple of years ago, and uh, I'm out of breath. At the time, I was like 40 pounds heavier. I kept spraining my back. I kept getting hurt. I was just weak, and I was clumsy on top of that. And it's where eventually I'd been to all these doctors playing this game of What's wrong with my back? What's wrong with my back? No one could find anything. And finally, it was the last one. Not even a doctor I was seeing. A chiropractor was just a friend going, there's nothing wrong with your back. You're just weak and clumsy. Build up your strength. Let me teach you, in her words, how to pick, thing up, pick things up like a human, and then you'll be fine. Well, I followed her advice. I lost the weight, got stronger. Hasn't been an issue ever since. This is a story that, where appropriate, folds into the process with my client. 
Because that's exactly what you and I are going to do together today. You're using this group of muscles in the least optimal way possible. It's the imagination that's getting you into this issue, and we're going to use the same part of your mind to get you out of it. Stretching those muscles, helping them to grow stronger. Sound good? Yeah. So it's where to bring the process together. Become that advocate for your own success. It's where, again, we're doing this together, as you've heard that outstanding advice, or here's the story of where I was, and this is where I am now. So it's to take this moment, as you observe what you do, share in their success, empower their change, though at the same time, employ these same hypnotic mindsets back to yourself. Thank you all so much for having me here this evening. I'll be around. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Jason here. And as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program, for sharing it online, for leaving your feedback, comments online. And once again, I'd encourage you to head over to one of two different websites or both for, why not, uh, head over to WorkSmartHypnosisLive.com, and that's where all the details are posted for my upcoming live hands-on trainings. Or for the digital access version, check out HypnoticWorkers.com. No travel expenses, and you can join and get full access for as little as $47. HypnoticWorkers.com, or come hang out with me in person. WorkSmartHypnosisLive.com. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com.